Hello? Is this thing on? Uh, it, Patrick, is that you? J- Jeremy? Hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. Well, what is this? Uh, this is this is a podcast. Is this KVGT? Oh, well. Knights of the Video Game Table? Then I guess I should say, welcome to... I don't remember what I used to say. Welcome to the Knights. No, I don't remember. Welcome to the Knights of the Video Game Table. <laughs> I can't even talk. Welcome, Welcome to, to the Knights, Knights of the Video Game Table Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy, along with the co-host, Patrick. Yo, Ito right now is ripping out with a huge boner right now. He's he's probably going to die of a heart attack. Yep, probably. And this is a special edition, although it will just be a numbered, uh, continued in the numbered order. But this is a special edition. We're having a funeral for E3. Cue the Undertaker music. I, 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 I thought we were going to do that in post. Oh, yeah. Well, whatever. Well, well it makes my job easier. <laughs> anyway, so we are here today to do a podcast. And it's been a few weeks since we did our last podcast. A few weeks? <laughs> Try a few years. <laughs> um, I, I, didn't, did, I didn't even look up when our last podcast was. It had this. to be... I'll do it while you're talking. It had to be 20... Could we try to get it going? I'll bet you 2017. Uh, let's see. Last one was 2019. It was 2019. I almost was going to say 19, but then I was like, yeah, maybe it wasn't. But that was the only podcast in 2019. Yeah. <laughs> we did one podcast in 2019. That was... Uh, oh. Oh, that's number 202. <laughs> was it E3? <laughs> no, two podcasts ago was an E3 special. So... Uh, oh, okay, so we did two in E2... Two podcasts in 2019. So really, really 2018. Um, well, yeah, we're basically here to talk about the death of E3 because it's. I'm pretty sure not. It's gonna be. It's gone now. I mean, unless they've tried to reformat it some other way. And I, I blame them. I kind of blame them personally because, like, granted, okay, you're gonna say COVID, but they decided to shut it down. They still could have had it with, the, you know, mm-hmm. no audience. Yeah. But they yeah. wanted the money. No, E3... I, that's how I look at it. E3's they, been dying for years it, before It kind of has. But what really pushed all these industry, all these, um, all, all these different studios to do their own thing. Yeah. It was when E3 said, oh, COVID, mm-hmm. we can't get together and do this. When, yeah. They very simply should have had no, crowd, had no people there. And I know it's a big spectacle thing and they make money off of it. But just to keep things going... They could have still had Sony and Digital Nintendo passes and stuff. And it could have been. They could have done they, it very they, easily. Yeah, they could have. Um, they, yeah, they could have had like say you could buy a a, a, a password or or whatever to um, get into the the Zoom meeting for it or something, so you can still watch it live. Yeah, exactly. And Even though why would they're, they're just going to air it anyways? But I'm just saying that's something they could have done. And I know that like Nintendo, I actually. I actually thought uh, Nintendo backed out before 2019. Yeah, I think they did. They they were in 2019, but they were already doing their own Nintendo Directs at that point. So they were basically like, eh. 
they weren't really sure about it. And I think that they, Nintendo honestly would have backed out even if COVID hadn't happened. I just, I had that feeling. Yeah, I, I, I can kind of see it, but I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like that's what really pushed. Well, Nintendo's always been like that. Nintendo yeah. was like, I'm going to do our own thing yep. and blah, 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 blah. Yep. But I feel like what really pushed um, the major juggernauts of Microsoft and Sony out was when they're like, we're not going to do this. And they're like, well, no, we're going to do our own. Yeah. Then we'll do our own thing. Just We still want to promote. We still got to promote our games, mm-hmm. uh, upcoming software ideas and all that other stuff. So three basically abandoned uh, the industry is what happened. Yes. And, um, you know, they're talking, there's still Tokyo Game Show. There's still a lot of them. Um, E3 was obviously the biggest, but there's still other game shows that are happening, um, not as big. And those even have changed since COVID. But they did it through COVID. That's why they're still around. Exactly. You know, like we are talking about. That's exactly why, like I said, that's why I, I feel like, that, that's why even, like I said, all the only Ubisoft and, you know, all these other, other studios, Ubisoft was just the first one that popped into my head, but... They're just like, we're just going to do our own shows on mm-hmm. our own time, and focus, that way everybody can just focus on what we're doing instead of having to share the, yeah. the platform with these other juggernauts and other mm-hmm. stages and stuff like that. And, and not, saying that, not saying that Ubisoft isn't a, kind of a bigger juggernaut themselves, but I just yeah. think, like, compared to Microsoft, Microsoft Sony. and Sony. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I, I, I when E3 was good... This is back in 2010 and prior. I mean, there's been a few good E3 since then, but that's when E3 was something exciting. And and but you know, you couldn't. I mean, you could get away with doing a, an online show in the early 2010s, but it just didn't have the a the audience and the technology wasn't quite there yet um, to do it like it is now. <clears throat> but those are the best E3s, man. Like I remember when I was working at um, EA, we did the live. Um, pl- we did the live play demo of battlefield uh, what was the one where all, the whole environment was destructible that's basically been all of them since yeah that, it was that, like that, the, was, that was battlefront or battlefield battlefield's thing yeah but it was like it was like the first one that did it yeah i forgot the name of it but uh it was the first battlefield that did it and like i was part of a live test so obviously my face my name none of that was on e3 but like my gameplay was so that's that that's a huge moment that i remember um but yeah, so this episode is going to be, we're going to talk about our, our personal kind of um, experiences with E3. Um, yeah, as, feelings about it being canceled and everything else. Yeah, we're going to talk about you know some of our, our past experiences, both um, on a personal level, but also the podcast, since we did a lot of E3 specials. Um, and then towards the second half of the episode, I have some uh, best and worst things that happened at E3 to talk about. And then... Um, yeah, that's that'll basically conclude it. We, that's it. I don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, that should be edited out. But uh, <laughs> can you not tell that I am out of practice? Patrick is still doing podcasts pretty regularly. I don't know how long, how often you record right now, but I know well, your I'm other podcast. It'd be like that podcast every other week. Oh, there you go. So, so he's recording at least every other week, and I'm sitting here like I haven't recorded a podcast since 2020. No. Well, so. You know, talking about memories and stuff, like I said, this is one of the also one of the other reasons why I wanted to do this was, um, you know, just talking about like some of the stuff that we used to do back in the day, like especially when we first started this podcast. Yeah. When we started KBGT, you know, there was also two other members, you know, Frank who fell off the face of the earth and then Kevin who likes to sleep too long on Sundays, apparently. <laughs> but <laughs> that's just messing with Kevin. But uh, we didn't want Kevin on here, but he just his scheduling just was not going to work, and because he works on Monday nights, and apparently he likes to sleep all day on Sundays for some reason, whatever. Anyways, 
Um, I, we didn't want anybody to fall asleep during an MMO report anyways. <laughs> oh, man. Good memories <laughs> good there. Memories. Good memories. Uh, but yeah, like, you know, we, we used to sit, the prior to the podcast, you, you'd watch E3 and get into it. But when we started doing the podcast, I mean, that was a day for us. Like, yeah. We would, well, Jeremy wasn't necessarily working at the time, but I was, and I would take the day, I'm not talking shit, I'm just No, saying, I know, you know, no, I'm the one who uh, said it. Yeah, um, I would take the whole day off, we would get together, we'd get some food, pizza or whatever, and some snacks, and we'd sit there all day and watch, take notes yep. on on, yep. on the E3 specials uh, in general, but also just like stuff we were going to be looking forward to, things that we were hoping were going to be coming out, things that we were like, why is this being developed? Like, we, we had it all planned out. Like, yep. we used to, that was, E3 was a day for us and yeah. for this podcast. Definitely. Um, and, and speaking of, um, let's look back real quick at the E3 episodes. I actually pulled them up right now. So, episode number two was actually an E3 special in 2009. <laughs> um, I I mean, that was June 4th, 2009. Uh don't even have any show notes on that one, so I'm not even sure what we well, talked about for that second one. Ep- second, yeah, one of those or second special. So no, that was that was the second episode. I, oh, I'm looking up here. Yeah, my yeah, bad, yeah. my bad. Yeah. So then, 2010, we did special 005 E3 2010 days one and two. Um, that one definitely has a little bit of. Uh, nope, never mind. Doesn't have any show notes. <laughs> well, you know, we were just really getting started with. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. And then uh, let's see, 2011 was number uh, podcast 49, the almost E3 special, and I believe we talked about uh, yeah before going over E3 stuff, we talked about Witcher. Okay, I thought I think this one was recorded uh, late, and that's why we called it the almost E3 special. I think we did it like yeah, it looks like a couple weeks after E3, um, full E3 coverage, mainly going over the three big ones, which as we know, Nintendo, Sony, yeah. and Microsoft. Dragon Age two. And then um, I guess we got kind of serious about doing podcasts in 2000. Uh, oh, we skipped a year. That's why. So we skipped an E3 year. And in 2011, we did episode 121, PlayStation 3 and Xbox One pre-E3. So I guess we did a pre-E3 for this one. This is when Kevin was already out of the podcast. And um, basically, this was a look at... Because they had started announcing, if you remember right, for E3, they had started announcing a lot of what was going to be there before the show. Yeah. Um, it used to not be like that, you know? And that was, I think, that's the... Oh, sorry. I'm, okay. That was also part of the reason, to me, that down, downfall stuff. Like, why would you give out, you know, all the stuff that... Um, but prior to the show, then it's almost like, well, then why watch the show? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's not like their numbers were dropping at the time. Yeah. It was just like someone decided, someone, someone, like I always say, when people change something that shouldn't be changed, it's like someone trying to validate their job. That would be a good idea. Let's go pull, tell everybody what we're going to do before we do it. Yeah, and then well, it's like, well, why waste my whole day trying to watch all this stuff? I already know what's coming out. Yeah. I can go watch the trailers later on. And just in general, I, I hate trailers in general. So, yeah. Um, so then the next E3 that we did was a actually a live uh, Google Hangouts. This was Ju- July 7th, 2013. And I'm trying to see who was on it. Uh, let's see. It was me and Patrick. Uh, Johnny. That's Johnny, right? Yep. Okay. Oh, that's me. Dang, I didn't even... And then my friend Sean. Um, that was a fun episode. That was a really fun episode. We did a few of these live uh, Google Hangouts episodes. Yeah. And they were a lot of fun. Uh, after that, we have episode 157 in 2014, just called 2014 E3 Coverage. And then the last E3 episode we did before this one was June 29th, 2015. And that was all about E3. 
And I believe it looks like Sean was back on that one again, the same as the she was the in the videos with us. And yeah, that was the last one. Yeah. Well, like I so, said, it, it used to be a, a big thing for this podcast. You yeah. Know, a big I, day. I remember, uh, at least for the early early ones in the early 2010s, yeah, you used to come over um, at least for the one main day. Because E3 used to be, it's, it's obviously went through a lot of different structures. But, you know, now, or not now because it's canceled, but like in the late 2010s, it was very spread out. Like Nintendo was day one, Sony was day two, you know, so you couldn't really just sit and binge watch all the main ones. And I understand why they did that. They wanted you to watch the whole yeah. three days. Yeah. But if I remember right, in the early 2010s and, and early 2000s in general, E3 was more condensed. And like <clears throat> you had all your like Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo on day one. And then the rest kind of trickled in after that. And yeah, you used to come over. Um, I know you for sure at least came over a few years in a row. I'm not sure about Kevin and, and Frank if they came over for, like, just watching E3 with us. I think but, Frank, he might have been there one year, but I think yeah. he mostly did it on his own. And then Kevin was in and out. Yeah. Kevin, you know, he didn't... Kevin was too mad that you didn't have a place for good parking. Park, so. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and that was, joke will never get old. And As I'm pulling up to your place today, I'm like... There's you know some people parked in front of your house. I'm like, how dare you let people park in front of your house? I know. So your friends can't park there. <laughs> That's all I can think about. And for longtime listeners, um, just remember what Kevin's most uh, popular and famous line is: "The Terminator, the Terminator." The Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was a little. That was, yeah, that was during the first episodes where we decided it was a smart idea to get drunk and do drink a, a drink while we were. Doing some people a can't hold their liquor as good as other people. Yep, yep. There's also a difference between let's drink on the podcast and let's just pound true. fucking drinks on the podcast. So. True, true. <laughs> um, all right, so let's let so that's the podcast. That's kind of what we what what E3 means to the podcast. Now, what about you? Do you have any special memories of E3? Um, well, I mean, maybe not necessarily individual. Like I said, my my main memory was just the good times of getting together uh-huh. and taking the day, like. Granted, it was a couple days, so we didn't take like two or three days off. Whatever one we were really excited for, we would pick and then watch. And as much as I love Nintendo, usually not Nintendo Day. It was either it was, and at the time, most likely it was more Microsoft. I mean, I still have a PlayStation. I still love Sony, but let's face the facts. So uh, Microsoft, especially at the time, yeah, was just dominating because of the PS3 was uh, was, Xbox 360 was amazing. Yes, Um, and and PS3 was. Well, you still sit and wonder what the hell that Sony was thinking. Yeah. You come in with PS2, and it's still stuff that they do. Because like as of right now, for example, if I want to um, stream on my PlayStation 5, uh-huh. they want you to use their system. They don't mm. want you to use the Elgato and OBS. Uh-huh. So the problem is when I stream that, I have to have the sound on the TV up a little bit so I can hear what's going on because... It won't allow you to either. You're going to hear the game, and pe- the people won't hear it, or uh-huh. they'll hear the game, and I won't. Oh, so, that's crap! <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yep. And it's like, why do you do these yeah. kind of things? Like, yeah. um, you know, yeah, you want us to use the software on the PlayStation, but the problem is there's stuff that you can't do yeah. on the PlayStation. If I could hook up, if I could hook up the uh, the um, Stream Deck and all the other stuff, mm, then yeah. cool, but you yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah. So it's just stupid that Sony still does certain things. Because if you remember right, when the PlayStation 3 came out, you couldn't do cross-chat. 
You couldn't do hardly anything. You had to be in the same game, in the same, mm-hmm. I mean, not even in the same, playing the same game. You had to be in the same lobby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To talk to someone. Yeah. You couldn't be in two different games. Mm-hmm. And it was just, stuff like that was just dumb. Yep. I actually just found my uh, original PS3. Well, it wasn't originally my PS3. Kevin actually bought a day one PS3. Yes, I was there. And ended up selling it to me a few years later. Yeah. So I have his day one PS3 still. Do you, <laughs> you know the story of that one, right? Uh, I probably did at the time. So... We went to go get the PS3s, and um, I found out... Well, I had gotten mine through... It was a PS3? I think, yeah, my boy Johnny had hooked me up and got me one. Because his mom worked like at a Walmart or something. Okay, yeah, yeah. But we found out this other place had PS3s, so we went down there with Kev and, and Angelo, and um, Angelo got up there first, they only had one left. Oh, no. And <laughs> Angelo's car got declined. <gasps> oh, I do remember and that. <laughs> And so, oh, Kevin man. went, oh, it declined, bitch. And then he went up there and swiped his card, and he got the PS3. Oh, that's awesome. And so thanks to Angelo's card getting declined, not only did Kevin get that PS3, but I did too. <laughs> Which was, and then, look, to be fair with Angelo, he wasn't broke. It was a, I, it got declined, but it was um, something with the strip. Oh, was yeah. wrong with it. He had money. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, But yeah. That's hilarious. It was, just, it was hilarious. That, that is hilarious. Um, yeah, uh, for me... Like, obviously, um, my best E3 memories definitely revolve around the podcast. I have one E3 memory. I think it was, I want to say 2018, somewhere around there, um, give or take a year. And I was actually on vacation with my wife and her family, including my nephews. Um, the older nephew who at the time, now now they're both into gaming pretty, pretty hardcore. But, like, at the time, um, my oldest nephew, who was probably 14, 13 at the time, um... We were driving home from wherever we were. It was like a couple hour drive. And I remember like I was so upset because I was missing E3. Because for some reason that year I was really into it. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up putting um, wireless earbuds. One in my ear. I gave my nephew the other one in the passenger seat because I was driving. And we listened to E3 with my phone playing E3 like on you know sitting right there. Yeah. The whole way home, and we were like talking about it. It was just a really good memory because yeah. it was like it was there was some exciting stuff. I think that might have been when they announced the PS5 too. I could be wrong about that, but um, yeah, so that was that's that's the memory that always uh, the, besides the podcast, that's the memory that always comes back to me is that one right there. Well, see, and that's the, the the thing that was convenient about E3 too is like I said, yes, it's three different days, but everything got you know like, you knew those three days and you can get the schedule what who's going to be announcing stuff and if there's something that you're looking forward to or the studio that you really like you mm-hmm. wanted to see come something come out um you you were able to figure that out you know now you're going to have all these things that are going to be separate you know or what if they're on the same day like oh microsoft is doing this the same day as you ubisoft well, who's yeah. going to win that one microsoft's going to win that yeah. one. yeah so it, it's nice to be able to was able to schedule out the stuff that you wanted to see either way once these tra- once they get shown, they'll be up on YouTube yeah. or something. Yeah. You know, you're gonna be able to find the trailers, but and the whole presentation and the and probably the whole presentation. But it's still not yeah. the, it's not the same as how it was before. I mean, yeah. like I, said, I still I think one of the me- memories I would probably have to say is when they announced The Last of Us because mm. that game was yeah. I remember that right when I saw it, I was like, wow, because I loved. All the, I love all the Uncharted games, and they're from the same studio, Naughty Dog. Yeah. So, you know, memory, memory, the, the debut of that one. Yeah. Or any Gears of War, God of War game. It's like I was just thinking when you said that. I was actually thinking, even though I was, I've never been a big uh, Uncharted fan. I remember, I think it was Uncharted Four. Was it Uncharted Four that they did a huge like twenty minute playthrough 
on? I think so. I turned it off though. Oh, because you didn't want to watch I it. I didn't want to yeah, watch yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, I didn't want to watch. Give me a, a, a quick. If you give me like a quick snippet of what the gameplay is yeah. like, cool. But I don't want to sit there and watch twenty minutes yeah. of the story. I want to be able to experience that for the first time. Myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's totally fair. And if it was like a Final Fantasy, I'd probably do the same thing. I have done the same thing. But Uncharted, I didn't care about too much, so yeah. I watched the whole thing. And I that I remember that because I think that was was that on PS4, right? Uh, yes. So I, I'm remembering like I was even though I ended up never playing it, I was super hyped for that game because and I think I, I it was because I actually had a PS4. I don't remember. But anyway, probably, yeah, probably Kevin and I hyping up about it too because yeah. we were we were both big. But yeah, I remember watching that playthrough, and I'm just like, this game actually looks good because I didn't. I played the first couple, and I didn't really care for them. Um, not that they were bad games; they're just not my type of game. And so when this one came around, I was like, oh, this actually looks the, like it. The the controls work better, you know. All the, it's kind of improved. Um, even though I didn't, didn't, never ended up playing it, that was I, I remember that E3 moment. Um, did you have anything other than that you wanted to no, talk I mean, like about? I said, the, the main, the main thing was just the. It, it, it was also like I said, the whole thing of just getting with your friend. The main thing is yeah. getting with your friends and enjoying the day and definitely experience. And I think it. no matter what, unfortunately, that can't really be repeated at this point. Um, well, like I said, it's also just going to break down to what studio you want to watch. You can say, "Hey, let's get together and watch it," but. Yeah, that's true. You know, the, like I said, the other problem is they do these things in the middle of the day. That's why you took yeah. a day off to watch yeah. what you wanted. You that the specific one you wanted to see, you take off to watch. And now it's like, well, I'm not gonna take a whole day off to watch a, an hour and a half, especially of, of Microsoft or Sony or whoever. It's especially like, when you know that the replay is live immediately. Yeah, and that's the other thing. That's is, the other thing that might have also kind of like. I, I think back to like E3 when it was on TV. You know, on uh, what was it? it was on Spike TV for a while, and it, before that, it was on G Four, and before well, that, all the same channel because Spike bought out G Four. Oh uh, so. yeah, but you know, it was on it was on TV, and there unless you DVR'd it, which you know, not everyone had DVR. I didn't have DVR back then. You couldn't really rewatch it. It was like you could watch clips online, and you could read blog posts about the recaps, but you couldn't really watch it yes, again. We're that old people. Yeah, <laughs> and so now it's like. If I'm even if I'm a half hour late to a show, like this was what happened in 2019, I was half hour late getting home, and I just started from the beginning and fast forward. I caught up before the show was over. You know, I think it was like the Microsoft show or something. So it's like you don't really need to worry about like, oh, I got to be there while they're playing it anymore, and that'll never change because that's just the how technology is these days. You know, yeah. everything's on demand, and that's a good thing for the most part. But yeah, it's although it seems like live events are starting to be popular again. And well, people I, got oh, their their head out of their ass about the whole COVID thing. I mean, I know yeah. it's a serious thing. I I even know someone who has passed away from it. Yeah, and I'm not saying it's not a serious thing, but at the same time, it's like I, I said this. And I'm not going to. I know we're not going. That's not the podcast, but it's like the whole thing with that is like how they're trying to shelter all these kids. Was like they still have to get sick. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you know, you don't want to expose them to something, but at the same time, you can't shelter them and let them not live in a bubble. And then the first time someone sneezes, they damn near die because they have no immune system. And, yeah, and that that's like what you're talking about is not necessarily the guidelines or anything. Like you're talking about people who overreacted to exactly. It. Yeah, it's like it, it, we I mean, go out. It's like the person who I see driving in the car by <laughs> themselves with a mask on. Let's not get started there because I totally agree with you there. That yeah, they're alone in the car. Yeah, that's what and I'm they're saying. They're in the car by themselves and they're wearing a mask. Like what? What are you doing? Oh. It's those type of people. But anyway, that's that's, that's beside the point. But yeah, and the I fact think, that they're doing more live events and I think that out there with that good. little speech you just did, the five people that are listening, it's only Ito left now. 
<laughs> Let's be honest. I'll probably only beat you know, this episode. Uh, no, you know, we still get downloads, even now. No, no, it's kind of crazy. Um, all right, so what I want to do is I'm going to... I pulled up some just random articles about the best and worst of E3. Um, I'm not going to read them. There's an, I mean, I'm not going to read them in any specific order. Um, but ones that kind of stick out to me or I think might stick out to you, I'll just go ahead and read. Um, in 2011 at Ubisoft... Mr. Caffeine's jokes fall flat. I don't. I remember that it was a horrible show, and everyone made fun of it. I don't remember his exact jokes. Yeah. But I remember he came out, and he was like this. He was just like overly. Oh, I just remember no one laughed at anything he said, and I felt so sorry for the guy. And I'm like, but you know what? That is when the Ubisoft show really came on my radar, because I was like, well, if they're gonna do stupid things like that every year. I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> um, a live Wii music performance. You remember that one? Yes, I do. That was pretty cool. That was 2008. And unfortunately, did that game either never come out or just flopped? It must have flopped. Yeah. Because I don't remember. I, I, I don't even remember it coming out, to be honest with you. Yep. Like, they had that whole thing, and you could tell they had issues. They, and they, that's the part of the E3. They're like, look, we're still yeah. working on this stuff, mm-hmm. but let's give you a little bit of the taste of it. And I don't, honestly, I have to look that up. I don't yeah. Know. Go ahead and we, look that up. We music, right? Yeah. We music. Um, next, it, this one didn't, um, wasn't anything special to me because. While I like Keanu Reeves, I'm not a one of like the super fan. Um, is when uh, Cyberpunk 2077 uh, Keanu Reeves came out to hype up uh, Cyberpunk 2077, and um, I mean that was cool. I love the game, and I know a lot of people didn't like it like I did. I liked it day one, didn't care about all the bugs. Um, yeah, that was the problem was all those bugs. Like that thing just died. Yeah. But I really like the game, and I heard that they just came out with a new patch for it, like, what, two years later? Um, that it, it came out with it a while ago. I heard it was running really, really smooth. I have a yeah. friend that was playing it. Yeah. But it kind of lost me to where I was just like, you know, yep. anyway, whatever. They said it came out in America October 20th, 2008. Okay, there you go. Um, so, Connect's first demonstration, which I remember, even though I remember it being... Um, uh, half of it was pretty bad. Like there was a lot of bugs. I remember just thinking, like, man, the potential of the connect. You know. Well, I mean, look at uh, some of the other things they've done with it. Like, I mean, they okay, kind of it's a movie, but like they were the, this thing they did in uh, was it the Paranormal Activity three? I think it was. They used it like where in and where you can see things. I, I, uh-huh. I've also seen other people use connects because it shoots out the the laser as like yeah. the dots, the grid, grid so yeah. it can pick up the movements and stuff like that. That yep. would be modified. And yeah, I mean, the connect was really cool. The second one that came out, I, I felt like it, it should have been better, but it was I felt worse than the original. Yeah, and then yeah, and, and you know, it's it's kind of funny because Nintendo. Did I mean obviously they didn't have the extent of what the Kinect had with all the motion tracking, but Nintendo did such a great job with motion tracking, and it was so much simpler than the Kinect. Yeah, you know, and it's like it's kind of crazy because it's the Switch still has all the motion sensors, you know. Mm. Um, obviously, it doesn't have it can't detect everything, but you know, it still does a good job. But motion techno motion sensing games is like so outdated now, because if you're gonna do that, you're gonna do VR these days. You know what I mean? And I mean, yeah, I mean it, I, I'm not like, saying there's not room for both. I'm just saying point, there, there is, but it's, it was a stepping stone for oh, yeah. VR. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah, mean, definitely. You know, it has to start somewhere. I mean, technically, you would want to go where the original one was the Virtual Boy. But, you know, yeah, that was there was just a stepping stone for that. I mean, that's why they, they haven't sold a Connect with the system since the Xbox, um, Yeah. you know, what won. 
Alright, so yeah, moving on to the next one, and this is kind of what we started talking about a little bit ago, um, and this is maybe why, this is another reason the Uncharted 4 demo was so, uh, stand out to me. I just remember when I was reading over this list that it actually broke in the beginning. When they first turned it on, everyone was like, oh, the graphics are beautiful, it plays through the first cutscene, and then Nathan Drake doesn't move. And they, they're like trying everything, so they ended up having to shut down the, the demo, reboot it up, and it ended up being a controller issue or whatever, it just didn't yeah. sync right. But yeah, I remember that, and I thought it was so funny. Um, and this list, this particular list, says their number one E3 moment is when Reggie introduced himself to the world. And that was in 2004. Um, I mean, Reggie's cool. He's nothing, I mean, I don't know if I'd put him at the top of my list, but um, pretty cool. Uh, let's see, I wanted to get in some, so these are all best memories, but I want to get in some worst memories, some bad things that happen. So let's see what we have. Anything good? Do you have any... Do you, besides the Ubisoft, can you remember any really fails from E3? Um, I'm trying to think. Like, well, I guess say Cyberpunk was one of them. For yeah, sure. but that was I guess that was we weren't even doing that one together doing the podcast. But I definitely remember that. Yeah, they were hyped that one up so much. I would say, even though the game was fun, but the the way they described the multiplayer for that was it Bullet Storm. Uh huh. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. the story was good. You know everything else, but then there was supposed to be this big multiplayer thing, and that fell flat. Um, I would say anything after uh, Assassin's Creed Four, mm -hmm. you know, with because Unity Unity yeah. killed the um, the whole Assassin's Creed franchise for me. And everybody keeps telling me how it's gotten so much better. That Syndicate was so great, Origins was so great, and all this other stuff, but. I'm just like, I, I don't want to play those until yeah. I finish Unity, and I can't finish <laughs> Unity. I just can't do it. So I just, like, at this ever... point, at this point, I'm just like, I'm done with the series because they've yeah. had how many games since then? Let's see, Syndicate, know, yeah. Origins. Syndicate was uh, fun, but. Um, yeah. uh, the Roman one. Uh, oh, that one was really fun. Yeah. Um, and then uh, it, I forgot the name the, of it. Yeah, I think there's been about four games, four or five Valhalla games. Valhalla. Valhalla. Yeah. Things that like five games, four or five games since then. And it's like at this point, I'm just like I'm done with it. Yeah. What really killed me too was was when they killed off Desmond. Like he was, it was like he was almost supposed to be like the modern day assassin, and he were gonna be able to do all the stuff, and they just kill him off and go in this other direction. And to me, it's like well, that, the first four games, even though Revelations wasn't really good, but the first yeah. uh, four games we have, or more than that, let's see, Assassin's Creed, uh, Assassin's Creed Two, Assassin's Creed. Um, and the one there was like three with Enzio, and then you had the one Assassin's Creed three, so technically five games, I guess. And you know, then they just moved on from them, and it's like, why? Yeah. But like, you know, just so. Anyways, I'm just saying, like, all the hype I had around Unity, and then it, all the stuff that you're supposed to be able to do with it, it was just a bad game. Of course, it was also by the same team that did Revelations, and I know I've said this so many times. Is like, how do you go from Four, which was like the perfect Assassin's Creed game, to Revelation. You go back to the team that Revelations to one of your worst games at the time. Mm -hmm. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, um, no, I mean, yeah, I, I, I've never been. I loved Assassin's Creed One and then Assassin's Creed Two. After that, I didn't really follow the series like you did. So, like, I didn't mind jumping into different games. Uh, the the Greek one, Greek. Right? You know, with the Romans? Yeah, Romans. That one was probably my favorite. That one was really good. Syndicate was fun. Odyssey. Odyssey, there you go, yeah. Um, Odyssey was really fun. Syndicate was okay. It kind of fell flat 
um, after a few hours. Um, but it, I mean, in general, yeah, I agree with you for the most part. It it is what it is. They were making a game a year for a while, so. Um, <clears throat> all right, so this one I I do kind of remember. It was an older one, two thousand seven. So way before we, or even before we started the podcast, Jamie Kennedy uh, hosts Activision E3 conference, and he basically flipped out on E3. Um, he was high and drunk and everything, and uh, they had some really cool things to show off that year, like Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, Tony Hawk's Proving Grounds, but all the attention ended up going on Jamie Kennedy as the host. Kind of forgot about that. Yeah, I didn't, I, I, I didn't remember it until I saw this. Um uh, let's see if I can find just a couple more, and then we'll move on. Um, let's see. Uh, there was one, something about a dance game, Dance Revolution, or one of those, where they were out there, and they were showing off, like, the how you could, you know, you could actually get up and dance. I think it was probably for the Wii at that point. This is early, or late 2000, 2000s. And um, one of the people in the demo said something along the lines of, um, oh, now you can get up and jiggle all your fat, or move all your fat, or something like that. And I guess... A lot of people, it didn't sit well with them. Yeah, all the sensitive wussies. Yeah. Like, I would find that to be funny, because it's true. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. Get over yep. it. That's, like I said, that's, it's, it's there's, the good thing about E3, there's, to me, is more positive memories than are negative. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And that's why I'm, I'm struggling to find actually good negative memories, you know? Um, even I'm looking over these lists and none of these really stick out as bad to me. I mean, there's some funny ones and some, some fails, but nothing really, yeah. really much. Um, so I think we can probably move on. Um, the one thing that I will say is a memory for a lot of us, uh, is when Final Fantasy VII Remake was debuted because it was not expected. The, the, not the debut, but the trailer yeah, when yeah. they first uh, announced it. <clears throat> that was a huge one because... It was not expected, and you know people were expecting something from Final Fantasy, but what they didn't really know. Um, and I think that just it was it was a long time coming, and and since then, you know, we could do a whole podcast on Final Fantasy and what it's become. It, it kind of reminds me of what Disney's become or Marvel's become. So don't really need to get into that. But uh, yeah, the, I would have to bring Brian off for that one. He knows more about Final Fantasy yeah, than me. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, that was a huge one. Either way, like, no matter if you're a fanboy of Final Fantasy or not, that announcement was pretty big. Uh, so, I, I mean, like I said, so at the end of the day uh, on this, you know, it, it's, like I said, the, it, it, it killed, I feel like it killed itself by canceling because yeah, of COVID. Definitely. And it just forced the, these, because, you, you know, like I said, someone had, I can't think of someone, unless they were and they, no one wanted to listen to them, but wasn't in the room, like, if we don't let these people these studios talk about their upcoming stuff they're going to do it anyway yes so if they do that they're going to see they don't need us as a platform mm -hmm. so why let's just still figure something out to be able to have them do it and yeah. i think that whoever's decided to either not listen to them or if no one said anything at all but basically made that decision they're the ones that killed e3 because yeah these studios are like okay you're not going to allow us to go out here to do this because you don't want to because of whatever reason, COVID, whatever, mm -hmm. we we still need to get our stuff out, especially and, during that time. Yeah, because it was harder than ever to get well, it's, well the, the information that, out there. Well, and and here's the thing: everybody they knew everybody's going to be at home. Yeah. Well, not everybody. I still work through the whole damn thing, but the majority of people were staying at home. Yeah. Well, what are they going to do with the, they're at home all day? I know. Well, if you're a gamer, you're going to fucking game. So yeah. You're going to yep. want to know about all the all the new stuff coming out. Yeah. So they were like, well, screw you guys. We'll do our own thing. 
and now we and it, it was successful. Yeah. And so now they're like, well, we don't need you. And I could totally understand them skipping 2020 just because um, I, I because because everything happened in March, mid-March. And then to put together an online thing that big with that many different hands. Well, what they could have done is they could have still done something much smaller. Just invited... Tell, told, At least the main guys. Yeah, told Sony, Microsoft, and um, Nintendo, hey, put together a video... Or, or whatever, live, whatever. We'll put it together in a package, and that could be 2020. But there's no excuse for them to skip 2021 and 2022. Yeah. You know what I mean? 2022, people were already back doing um, live events by June. Yeah. You know, even 2021, they could have, if they really wanted to, they could have changed the date, put it late in the year, and they could have done a live event. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, yeah. Uh, my guess is it was either they didn't think... The, in, in 2020... During March, you know, we were all told four weeks, six weeks, and everything will be back to normal. So my guess is they bet on that, and it yeah. did, it fell through. But so see, again, that's a 2020 excuse, not a 2021, 2022. Okay, but I still say, I still say that you have to have people in there thinking like, well, if it doesn't, yeah, go, yeah, we have to be prepared yeah. if it doesn't. You can't just rely on, well, you know, I mean, like of course we all think you go think back to that time, you think. Oh, this shit will be over pretty soon. Yeah. And it wasn't. And no. it is, you know, we all were wrong about that. But <laughs> you still got to be in the think tank of the bigger picture. Yeah. Like my company, they they thought about, okay, if things don't change, this is how we're going to handle things. Yeah. Like, and some of the stuff they didn't have to worry about. Yeah. Some of the stuff they did. But yeah. they prepared for it. And something as big as E3 that you only do once a fucking year, yeah. you think that you'd have a backup plan for yeah. it. No, 100%. And like even my job that I currently have now, I wasn't with them in 2020, but uh, they had a bunch of live events that they were doing. And then, um, you know, COVID hit and they took like a few months off, but they were back in it with virtual events, you know. And it's like, you know, E3 was is such a big, iconic name that they should have done something. Even if they, like I said, even if they had skipped 2020 or delayed 2020 and then started again in 2021, um, I'm thinking that this was an executive decision by someone an higher. idiot. Yeah. But like I said, I, I agree with you. I can almost understand. I still feel like they should do have done something. But I can almost understand them skipping 2020. Like they, they, yeah. Even if they reach out and say, look, we still want you guys to put a video together. You can do some things. You, we can do it with an empty stage or whatever. Or you can just do it all remotely. Yeah, yeah. They, um, even if, they, if the studios say, no, we're having people stay home and this and this. Like, okay, fine. But yeah, 2021, there's no excuse. They had over a year to prepare for something, yeah. to figure something out. Yeah. And that's... And events way bigger than E3 resumed in 2021. Yeah. Uh, events as big or bigger than E3 still had 2020. You know, they just did it virtually. So, um, you know, a lot of companies didn't, some did. So what it comes down to is, you know, it's, it's just, it's too bad. Um, and it is. It's an end of an era. I was watching, um, I think it was IGN, their their coverage of it, and the guy was like, they didn't say E3 is done forever. They said that it's been basically canceled this year. And well, um, so... I mean, like I said, though, here's the thing, though. You, you studios... Yeah, uh, they they weren't just walking on there for free to do E3 yeah, shit. They yeah. were paying E3 or whoever, you know, the... And now that they realize they can do it on their own, they're not going to have to spend that extra money. Well, why would they? That's why I think if we see E3 again, and that's a big if right now, is we're going to see it in a new format. It's going to be much more uh, developer friendly rather than other way around. You know, it was it was it was industry focused. It was reporter focused. It was 
um, you know, focused on on telling the people. And now I think it's going to be, if it comes back, it's going to be more focused on, we want to showcase the developers and the money will not come from the developers. I know that's kind of weird. I think that what they'll do is none of the major ones are going to be there, but it'll just be for the studios. Because, I mean, that's, these studios, yeah, they have, some of them have money, but I think it'd be a lot easier for them to have, let E3 put everything on and gather the group and issue all the developing things compared to having... Um, having to do it themselves, even though I'm pretty sure they could. But yeah, like, I think it'll be more of a game showcase rather than a game show. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You know, they're they're gonna tell the developers, hey, we're not gonna charge you, or or maybe we'll charge you a little bit, but let's show the demos, let's show the that kind of stuff, rather than a stage show. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, right now it's canceled this year, and um, I mean it's canceled for the future, but they're saying that it doesn't necessarily mean that it's gone forever. So we may or may not see. E3 again in the future. I'm just laughing at the noise in the background all of a sudden. <laughs> Is that your dishwasher trying to die? No, that's my mom making coffee. Oh. That's fine, though. Oh, yeah, whatever. We're professional. Yeah. Bam! How many, how, many, how many times should I have cut things out of my podcast that I never did before? Um, yeah, you know, that's all good. Yeah. But anyways, well, so, like I said, I mean... Like, that's why we wanted to get back together, do this. Like it, we have both, like I said, we, as you heard, we all have special memories from it. We all used to do some stuff, and you know, we all got older, and we don't do those kind of things necessarily anymore. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if we were still going hardcore on this, we probably would have had a day off to do all this, at least one of the shows or whatever. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it it, it the, times change. Stuff can't last forever, and you know, this is like we'll see what it's the end of an era. Even if they evolve and do something else. You know, yep. you know what I mean. Like yep. I would say that that would be. I you know just thinking about this talking. I thought of another good memory when when they announced Kingdom Hearts three. Oh yeah, we've been waiting forever yeah. for Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah. God, thirteen years and Half Life three, right? <laughs> you mean Left 4 Dead three also? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Bow, no, yeah. Uh, so dog. I was never into Kingdom Hearts like you were. Um, I liked the games, but I was never into them like you were. But even even me, yeah. When they announced uh, and showed off the third, and they they showed off the like Game Boy, not Game Boy. Was it DS at the time? Um, or three DS. Anyway, they throw they showed off uh, one of the Kingdom Hearts because uh, everyone was expecting like uh, I remember because everyone was expecting a new mainstream game, and then they showed off the handheld game, and everyone was disappointed. And then like a few clips later, they came out with the main game, and everyone like it was like a emotional roller coaster for the huge fans yeah. of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, yeah, definitely good memories. So yeah, like I said, it's that's the main reason why I hit you up and was and we like I said we wanted Kevo on here too, but he has to sleep on Sundays the whole day apparently. <laughs> uh so with that said, um the question is is this podcast going to outlive E3 or is it going to go the way of E3? And I don't know that yet. But me and Patrick are going to talk about that, and um, we'll see what we come up with. So you can either expect or not expect another episode in the future. I, we don't really know. Well, we'll plan that out. If anything, I the way I look at it, we have two things are going to happen. This is going to start picking up again, maybe even if it's once a month or something. Yep. Or you're going to get a farewell, at least a farewell episode. 100%, yeah. If uh, Unless you get that farewell episode, I can guarantee that we are not done that'll be that oh really 
That'll be. I mean, we're <laughs> you, not gonna just. If you got it. more content from us, realize that we're no, not done. No, no what I'm shit. saying is, if 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 you we go another few months without an episode, that just means that you know more anticipation because yeah. there will be another episode. No matter what, there will be at least one more episode. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, as for everything else, if you want to well, check, one cracks me up. I'm looking at it here at Rest in Peace Nerdgasm Network. Uh. Uh-huh. They've, and they've actually been doing. Uh, well, they were doing. They they again. came back and then the, like, the nerdygasm Redux, and yeah. then they they stopped again. Yep. Um. So that was 2018. Yeah, that was only uh three episodes before or four episodes before we disappeared. Um. Well, anyways, well, why don't you plug your stuff real quick? Well, so we can get out of here. I don't have a whole lot to plug right now. Um. One thing, if you want the archive of the podcast, head over to kvgtpodcast.com. Um, also YouTube. Yeah, we're on YouTube. Uh, I think you just search. KVGT podcast. Do you remember what our YouTube is? I think it's Nights of the Nights of the Video Game Table. Okay. Um, and you our our email is still active. That's kvgt04 at gmail.com. If you want to send us something there. I don't think either of us have been on Twitter. Um, I mean on, on our been on there KVGT bit, Twitters, I mean. Uh, for a while. I don't even go on my personal Twitter. Um, I don't do social media right now. It's I'm taking a little bit of a sabbatical. A little bit of a sabbatical from social media. Okay, not really, but yeah, not I just the don't cable podcast. Um, so yeah, for me, if just yeah, nothing. I don't don't really have anything to plug at the moment. You're not going to start streaming again? Uh, maybe eventually, but right now I have other things that I'm working on. Um, however, if you are a creative type that like a writer or a screenplay writer, I actually look at this. I actually don't have the. Um... Yeah, I don't have it either. Yeah, um, if you are a creative type that that writes stories of any type, be it for film, TV, books, uh, head over to spdstorystudio.com. That that is my um, digital marketing company that's aimed towards storytellers. However, more than that, I have some really cool things coming out this year. Some really cool tools. He's also coming out this year. Yes, um, I have some really co- I have a really cool tool coming out later this year that I think would be. Very very useful to any creative person who's creating um, some sort of, you know, like I said, writing could be screenplays, could be Dungeons Dragons, could be anything like that. So um, that's at spdstorystudio.com and sign up for the newsletter and you'll find out more information about that. What about you, Patrick? Well, you can check out my other podcast, the It'd Be Like That podcast at IVLT Podcast on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, It'd Be Like That Podcast, and YouTube, It'd Be Like That Podcast. We go live every two weeks, general topic podcast. Other than that, you can find me uh, on YouTube, Soul64. I do food reviews and other random videos. Uh, also, TikTok, Soul64, and you can also find me on Twitch, where I game uh, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Saturdays, and lately, su- su- some Sundays and Tuesdays, Soul64 on that one also. And if you want to see someone lose at video games, definitely check out that Twitch. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> I just, I haven't never seen you get a crown on uh, what's it called? Believe it or not, I know you. I know well, you, you don't do. watch it up. I know it's so funny because it's like all we. <laughs> I got like four crowns last night. Oh really? I <laughs> didn't. Yesterday morning, I didn't go in yesterday. But yeah, it's so funny because like every time it's like oh every time I get on it, it's like oh we're having a really bad night or whatever and I'm just like of course you are the time I'm watching. Uh, all right, that's it. Uh, yeah, check back. Again, sometime for another episode about something somewhere. I don't know. Somewhere out there. Hey, hey, copyright. Gotta be oh, careful. Shit. They're serious about those kind of things these days. Deuces. Later.